Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Fantasy First Podcast, only on the Fans First Sports Network. My name is Jeremy Betts, and I'm your host for this Tuesday, Thursday show, talking all things fantasy football. As always, on the Tuesday show, we'll be breaking down the week's biggest injury news, as well as hitting our waiver wire wish list for week five, and to cap it all off, some week five streamers at quarterback and defense special teams. Maybe some deep sleepers, too, if we get to it today. Thanks for joining the fantasy first podcast it's been fun to get this started and i am happy to keep it going as we continue through a fun fantasy football season lots of players with breakout performances in the last couple weeks that maybe are ready to stick you think about devin a chain in miami um you, you think about guys like Jake Ferguson tight end for the the Cowboys that we're going to talk about a little bit later here on the show. There's, there's been guys that have uh, come to play and have stuck now for a couple weeks might be more than just a streaming option at different spots for you. Uh, more than just spot starters in case of injuries, you've got guys that are making plays and it's been fun to watch. Now, as we always do, we're going to dive right into the injury report for the week, the fantasy relevant injuries, that is uh, significant ones. Uh, let's start with some quarterbacks here. Justin Herbert with a, a sounds like a, a broken middle finger on his non throwing hand. So just keep an eye on that. He did finish the game after the injury was sustained against the Raiders. And so he was, he was in the ball game. He played it out. He might've been hampered a little bit just in, how much he was wanting to do mobility wise after the the injury, but it's not affecting his throwing. It doesn't seem to be bothering him too much. The obvious issue could be ball security and, and things along those lines. So it is something to watch. And if Justin Herbert were to miss any time because of this injury, then obviously the fantasy value of his teammates would, would drop correspondingly. So, it is something to watch for this quarterback and his weapons because Justin Herbert is the engine of the Los Angeles Chargers offense. If Austin Eckler were to return this coming week, then he could still provide you running back one 
type numbers and would be a must start, even if Herbert misses time, just because obviously he's a running back, not necessarily directly tied to the quarterback play, but you should temper expectations with a guy like Austin Eckler because he plays such a huge part in the passing game, excuse me, in the passing game for LA. It could go one of two ways for a guy like Eckler. It could go poorly because his quarterback who knows how he plays their communication uh he's not there and and you've got uh, an issue uh, with communication and game preparation or it could go very well in the fact that the new quarterback inexperienced in the offense um inexperienced with that connection could be just dumping it down to a guy like Eckler a lot so you just have to temper your expectations in said situation Let's move on to the other quarterback, though, with with significant injury news here. Uh, Kenny Pickett of the Pittsburgh Steelers is looking at potentially missing some time. There is a chance he suits up against the Ravens. Now, in this situation, the fantasy relevant players around Kenny Pickett would not be too sorely affected, I do not believe, by his absence. And uh, that is not where the Steelers want to be from a team perspective, but from a fantasy perspective, you're looking at it from the point of view that Mitchell Trubisky, the backup there, if he comes in and plays, he probably provides you with at least the floor of Kenny Pickett. And, uh, you know, maybe as a veteran there could also provide some extra boost in the passing game for a guy like maybe George Pickens, uh, guys along those lines. Let's also throw in here that Pat Fryermuth is expected to miss two to three weeks with a hamstring injury now. And now they do have a, a bye week in week six. So part of that time, he will, he will not, the whole team won't play. So it won't be a factor for him, but in those two to three weeks, expect a a leap in target share for um, some players. We'll talk about the backup tight end there in, in Pittsburgh uh, down the road here and, and determine kind of who is the sleeper there to earn some targets. But uh, Pat Fryermuth, if he was, you're starting tight end. You're going to have to find another option for week five and probably week seven as well. Keep that in mind. All right. Uh, some wide receivers to talk about here. Mike Evans is injured and I think the prognosis isn't terrible. He should be back in relatively short order, but something to watch and to monitor. He might miss a week or two. Keep an eye on Mike Evans. He's been having a stellar campaign so far despite Baker Mayfield uh, being the quarterback there, he has played well uh, along with Mayfield. And I think that uh, those two guys have a good connection and it will be beneficial to your fantasy team and to the Buccaneers to get Mike Evans back on the field as soon as possible. See how that plays out. T Higgins in Cincinnati, man, the Cincinnati offense is a mess. It's an absolute firestorm. There is nothing working well consistently at all there, least of which T Higgins and Joe Burrow's connection with Burrow nursing some injuries. Higgins has, has been either underutilized or just not able to capitalize on the targets he is getting from Joe Burrow. The production has been bad and now he is hurt. And the timeline for that is, uh, 
fairly optimistic as well. Shouldn't be too long of an absence for T Higgins based on reports, but it is a guy to watch and he probably will not be available this coming week for Cincinnati. I believe they play the Arizona Cardinals. So something to watch there. You obviously give a boost to the uh, surrounding pass catchers. Uh, Tyler Boyd gets the biggest boost probably of anyone in that offense. If T Higgins misses time, moving from wide receiver two to wide receiver, or I'm sorry, from wide receiver three to wide receiver two in the offense, provides him with the potential for a splash maybe in the upcoming week or two while Higgins comes back from this injury. All right, that is the biggest injury news of the week so far. Pending Monday Night Football, I am recording this prior to Monday Night Football, so if something happens there, just note the Monday Night Football results as far as injuries go and make moves accordingly. All right, we're going to take our quick break to get a word in from our sponsors when we come back. My waiver wire wish list, a weekly tradition here on the Fantasy First podcast, along with some sleepers and streamers for the week five slate. Don't go anywhere. The Fantasy First podcast will be right back. We're back on the Fantasy First Podcast. Thank you for joining. As always, this podcast is brought to you by the Fans First Sports Network and all of its compatriot uh, broadcasts and networks. If you are a fan of an NFL squad, then we have the news and notes and podcasts for you at Fans First Sports Network. Don't miss a thing from FFSN moving forward, wherever you get your podcasts and at fansforsports.com. All right, let's dive into my waiver wire wish list for week five. It's a little bit shorter this week. There's not as many players that stood out. And obviously, as waivers continue to work their way throughout the season, the pickings will get slimmer as, as it goes. So things to watch here. Um, let's start in Denver where Jaleel McLaughlin running back for the Broncos, um, put up a pretty solid stat line in the absence of Javante Williams, better than anything we've seen from Javante Williams so far in this young season. And Williams's injury is not projected to be super significant, but it is something to watch here. We didn't get to him in the injury report earlier because we're going to talk about McLaughlin, but In case Williams is absent for any length of time, McLaughlin is the guy probably you want to roster in his stead. Um, Samaje Pirine obviously is is there as well, so the workload would continue to be split, but McLaughlin has some upside, as we saw. Week 4 stats, 7 carries, 72 yards, and then 3 receptions on 3 targets for 32 yards and a touchdown, giving him 19.4 PPR fantasy points in week four that's a stat line that'll fly so get on the jaleel mclaughlin train here if you have space on your roster and need some help at running back he could be a guy to help you out another guy who's been getting some run but did not have the most productive week this last week is ty j spears in tennessee uh backing up derrick henry who had the best game of his young season as well this last week Um, putting up over 120 rushing yards and a touchdown on the day looking good in 
a beatdown of the Cincinnati Bengals was Derrick Henry. But in the meantime, J.J. Spears still getting decent work there. Uh, five carries for 40 yards. That's a good a good efficiency there for him. Three, yeah, three catches on four targets for 18 yards. It, only 8.8 PPR fantasy points this week, but with his speed and athleticism, he can break any one of these at any time. And the workload is just good enough to remain fantasy relevant, especially in deeper leagues where you're needing a, a flex player that maybe if they get 10 points, it might just be enough for putting your fantasy team over the top that week. Ty J Spears is someone to keep an eye on here out of Tennessee. Put him on your list this week. Gus Edwards. The Gus Edwards train is rolling in Baltimore, except for the fact that Lamar Jackson keeps vulturing his touchdowns. Uh, and that's because Edwards is getting uh, the bulk of the carries for this offense. Uh, there was concern that maybe, well, not concern, but speculation that Justice Hill would probably take up about a 50-50 role in the offense. That has not been the case so far. Gus Edwards has basically zero pass catching value, although he did get three targets this week. That's an outlier a little bit here. 15 carries, 48 yards, no touchdowns. If he ever pops one in the end zone, he'll be a fantasy viable player here. Two receptions on three targets for only one yard. So like I said, not really a threat in the passing game, but if especially for standard scoring leagues where you don't get that extra point for catching passes, uh, boost his value a little bit more in those types of leagues. 6.9 PPR fantasy points in week four. Uh, expect him to potentially go off this week against the Steelers defense that cannot stop the run for for anything. So uh, he has a chance to be very good this this coming week. Get him stashed on your roster if he is not rostered in your league. I believe he's only rostered in 42% of leagues right now. So get him over that 50% mark this week. That should be a goal for you. Let's jump to wide receivers. Romeo Dubs. Uh, excuse me, Romeo Dobbs in Green Bay. I cannot believe this guy is still rostered in in fewer than 50% of leagues. That is fantasy malpractice at this point. Three out of four weeks scoring 18 or more PPR fantasy points. He did it again in week four on Thursday night. Nine receptions on 13 targets for 95 yards. No touchdowns this week. He did have three touchdowns prior through the first three games. Now, there was concern that Romeo Dobbs and that his production would, would dip with Christian Watson returning in week four. It, that didn't necessarily happen. I mean, 13 targets, that was a team high targets for, for Romeo Dobbs, even with Christian Watson in the lineup, Dobbs seems to have built a fantastic rapport with Jordan love, who is playing well at quarterback from a fantasy per perspective. Uh, Dobbs needs to be on rosters, go out and get him if he's available. Michael Wilson, Arizona Cardinals with a breakout performance. He's been all right, actually, for two out of the three weeks prior to week four, but then really broke out with seven receptions on seven targets for 76 yards and two touchdowns. That's 26.6 PPR fantasy points. That is a worthwhile performance. He is my must-add of the week on fantasy waiver wires go out and get yourself some michael wilson this arizona offense i don't think it's going away uh they're well coached they're playing above themselves and i think that that is going to continue with josh dobbs at quarterback they're playing well and michael wilson has been a primary benefactor or beneficiary of that in recent weeks go out and get yourself some michael wilson all right 
Let's move on to the tight ends before we jump into the sleepers and streamers of the week. Johnny Smith is the bane of Kyle Pitts owner's existence team man alive six receptions on six targets for 95 yards 15.5 fantasy points in week four follows up a almost nine point performance the week prior he is currently a top 20 fantasy tight end Kyle Pitts is nowhere near that he's getting a lot of the underneath stuff from a struggling Desmond Ritter that plays to your advantage if you can go out and get Johnny Smith he's been playing well he's been a security blanket for Ritter and it is showing up in ways that Kyle Pitts and his production have not so far. So Johnny Smith, he's a guy to, to, to stash. If you need some tight end help, we talked about Pat Fryermuth's injury. If you need somebody to plug and play this week, potentially he could be a guy that could be serviceable for you for an Atlanta Falcons team uh, that is struggling on offense overall in the passing game and taking what is there. And oftentimes what is there is Johnny Smith over the middle of the field for short gains. Jake Ferguson. Again, another guy. This guy is a, a top five fantasy tight end right now. He needs to be on rosters. And he's not even rostered in 70% of leagues. That's incredible as far as ESPN stats go here. Uh, Jake Ferguson, seven receptions, seven yards, 77, uh, excuse me, seven receptions, seven targets, 77 yards. The seven, 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 seven day for Jake Ferguson. Perfection. From Jake Ferguson, 14.7 fantasy points. One of Dak Prescott's favorite targets in an offense is going to throw the ball. And you saw it even in a big-time win. They were throwing the ball around uh, and really just pushing uh, the football down the field as much as they could with Dak Prescott leading the way. Jake Ferguson is looking good. He is getting some targets in the red zone. He hasn't... uh, converted those into touchdowns yet, but it is coming regression to the mean for touchdowns for him. That would be positive regression. And it is something you want to get ahead of. If he is sitting on the waiver wire in your league, then you you've got to go get him, go get Jake Ferguson. He's a priority ad this week, despite the fact that he's playing a position that does not typically provide a, a ton of fantasy upside. Go ahead and get Jake Ferguson on your roster. All right. That was the fantasy week five waiver wire wish list. Let's dive into some sleepers and streamers in kind of a rapid fire here. Pat Fryermuth is out. If you're going tight end this week for the Steelers with Pat Fryermuth's injury, go get Connor Hayward. Darnell Washington uh, is nursing a little bit of an injury and the Steelers are not utilizing him as a pass catcher. He had one target, one catch this last week, did well with it, took it for a first down, I think he should get more targets, but for the pass catching purposes, go Connor Hayward. He's had some good games in the past. He's scored. He is somebody that the Steelers could look to in the passing game very, very quickly and easily and early in this, this upcoming game against the Baltimore Ravens. So he's a guy to stash. Maybe if you are desperate for some tight end help, Trey Palmer in Tampa Bay wide receiver, he's looking good. And with Mike Evans projected to maybe miss some time here, now's the time to go get Trey Palmer, he scored two touchdowns this season already, and he's going to continue to earn more looks from Baker Mayfield if he continues playing the way he has. He is looking very good, very smooth, very athletic playmaker on the outside. Trey Palmer, you could do worse looking for a uh, sleeper in week five. All right, let's jump into some streamers here at quarterback. 
Jordan Love, he's probably not started in most leagues. I've been starting him in two quarterback leagues for sure because he's been playing very well. He is a fantastic sleeper option against a porous Raiders secondary. Um, go out and and start Jordan Love with confidence if you need a quarterback streamer with bye weeks starting this week. And then Sam Howell versus the Bears. Sam Howell has had a couple good games, a couple bad games, but he is look, he, coming off a really good performance against the Philadelphia Eagles. Sam Howell, you should be able to start as a streamer this week against another porous defense in the Bears that really can't stop anybody for any length of time. Um, Sam Howell is a fantastic stream option at quarterback. And then for the defense, defensive units, defense, special teams, streamers, I've got the Dolphins against the Giants next week. Um, the Giants are prone to turnovers. Saquon Barkley could miss another week. The Dolphins are a potential gold fantasy stream for, for defense special teams next week. And then another uh, commanders situation here, commanders versus bears on the defensive side, um, forcing Justin Fields into some turnovers, maybe some sacks, forced fumbles, whatnot. Uh, there's opportunities to score against this bears offense. <laughs> That's a, a, an interesting thing to say, but there is that op opportunity for sure for the commanders. So go ahead. And if you need a good matchup to roll with this week, commanders versus bears is a good one for you to go after. All right, that's going to do it here for this edition of the Fantasy First Podcast. I appreciate all of you who are tuning into this. Go online to fansfirstsports.com. Check out the uh, correlating article to this podcast uh, where I'll just break down my thoughts about each of these players on the waiver wire wish list as well as the uh, excuse me as well as the sleepers uh, that I have mentioned here in this show. Go check that out. Uh, tune into the, the Thursday episode of this show for my favorite Thursday night football props and DFS darlings to help you win big this week in all of your fantasy endeavors. Thank you again for joining me on this episode of the Fantasy First Podcast. Bet out. <laughs>